0: Welcome to the mostly podcast at night episode 129 the silence of the lambs to
1: enter the mind of a killer she must challenge the mind of these podcast
0: hosts yeah <laughs> <Very> challenge <appropriate. laughs> our minds <laughs> just try it did, did i did i do it right i guess did you do what right I don't know. I was trying to be a team player. I was trying to go along with the the vibe.
1: <laughs> Kill me. Just kidding.
0: <laughs> Hi, Chaos.
1: Car- yeah, I was called you Carnage. Hi, Chaos. Hi, Carnage. Hello. How's it going? It's going great today. How you doing?
0: Fantabulous. I had a great day today.
1: Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. Me too.
0: Yeah? Excellent.
1: Me too.
0: Good to know. Good to know. I'm glad because usually it seems like your days have been pretty crazy lately. They haven't, but today was actually pretty quiet, mm-hmm. and it was
1: fun. So it was a good day.
0: Excellent. Thank you. Nice day in the office. Yes. It's my 40th
1: birthday, so my office mates took really good care of me today.
0: Yes. So happy cool. birthday! Thank you. I won't sing because I can't. And I I already got sung to twice
1: today, so that's I'm good. I'm singing.
0: People on this podcast who, who listen to this podcast have already heard me sing enough because I've done it more than three times. Me too. And that's why we yeah. have less
1: listenership. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> they were like, well, we totally listened until they sang, and then we got the fuck out of there. So I think half of our audience went to, like, yeah, they started singing, so we peaced out. Yeah. Sorry.
1: <laughs> cool, we're going to blame you guys. Sorry.
0: We know we can't sing. Sometimes you just can't <laughs> hold in that song, though. I, I know. I mean, right? It's just... <laughs> I,
1: before we started, we started, before we started recording, you guys missed out on an operatic version of "Barbara Ann" by the Beach Boys, so you missed that peach. So yeah, yeah, oh, I yeah. missed
0: it too. Apparently, <laughs> you did.
1: Well, you had to get a drink of water, so whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sorry if my hydration was important. Uh, not important enough
1: to miss my song. Just saying. Well-
0: you could have waited until I got back.
1: Inspiration struck. I couldn't wait.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> when no one was around.
1: Yes, that's how it happens sometimes. <laughs>
0: got it. Got it. Well, that is a shame. It's okay. But I guess I'll have to live somehow. I know what I'll do. You know what? I'll tack on an extra verse to the Marianas Trench of Hatred ballad.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate it.
0: Because it wasn't already
1: five hours long.
0: Right. It's okay. (laughs) It doesn't matter how long it is because you can't get back what you lost traveling in time. I don't know. Kids don't do drugs. This is why you don't do drugs. That is not what this is, okay? I was just trying to sound wise. (laughs) <laughs> in a in a in a joking and you way, did, I did in a Bill a and Ted way. <laughs> I was doing a joke and I got mocked for it. What can I say? I shall not
1: mock today. I'm sorry. I'll be good. I shall not mock
0: uh-huh. much. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, that sounds more about right. Much. All right, so uh, just for anyone who's new, you picked a great episode oh. to come in on. It is episode 129, that is one less than 130. So, actually, next week would be the best one to come in on. So, go away. No, oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> it's like the best movie no, no. I've done. No, stay. Uh, no. We hope you will stay. This uh, podcast is two best friends of 20 years who bicker and banter their way through a different horror movie each week. Uh, We take turns picking. Sometimes it's revenge picks. Sometimes it's movies we genuinely like. Hashtag Mariana's Trench of Hate. Hashtag Friendship Goals. (laughs) And uh, warnings. There are spoilers ahead for this movie. So go watch it first. Or if you don't care about spoilers, charge ahead. And also, expletives are ahead because we are grown-ups.
1: And we say a fuck a fuck lot.
0: Fuck lot. Yeah. Well, this week,
1: <laughs> we did the Silence of the Lambs. It was done in 1991 when we were in middle school. It was an R rating. Yeah. It was an hour and 58 minutes long, and it got an 8.6 on the IMDb scale. And I'm going to ask you about the tomato meter, but before I do... I just got to say yeah. this. This has to be the most awarded movie that we've ever picked for a horror movie. Five Oscar wins and seven nominees total. Oscars.
0: Wow. Oscar winning yeah. horror
1: movie. Yes. Technically a thriller, you know, but it works.
0: I think it's, uh, I believe it's what, the only horror movie to win an Oscar? Um. No, I don't think so.
1: Well, I mean, for Best Picture, yes.
0: That was, yeah, I'm for maybe for Best Picture, that okay. was what I saw. From yes,
1: life. I will give you that. But yeah, there's been other Oscar winners for ship, but um, not five. I mean, this one, Best uh, Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Picture, and I believe Best Director or Best Screenplay. I would have yes. to look it up again, but uh, yeah.
0: Um, it's And it's one of only three movies to win those specific five movies together like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's apparently a thing. Um, Sorry, what about the so tomato in- meter? <laughs> okay, I'm so glad that you asked Finally. because the so the tomato meter is certified fresh at a 96 percent. 99 critics rated it. Critics' consensus: Director Jonathan uh, Dem Demi? Demi. I don't Glace. know. Do you know what is? His, oh, Jonathan you know, Dem. sorry. M-M-E, Dem. Demme. Director Jonathan Demme's smart, taught thriller teeters on the edge between psychological study and all-out horror and benefits greatly from stellar performances by Anthony Hopkins and Jodie Foster. Audience score only a little bit lower, 95%. 846,000 user ratings. Not shocking at all. No. I'm not shocked. This is a much loved movie. I'm not surprised at all now.
1: Do you want to do cast?
0: I have to say it. I have to say it. I have to say it. Good evening, Clarice. my God. I'm...
1: Chaos has been texting me since we picked this movie over and over again. There was something else you were saying, too. What was the other one you were saying?
0: Dr. Lecter. Dr. Lecter. Stop. Dr. Lecter. <laughs> Good evening, Clarice. Oh,
1: my God.
0: As the economy
1: misquoted, hello, Clarice. It's good evening, Clarice. Yes. Good
0: evening, Clarice.
1: Yes, yes, yes. All right. Should we do
0: cast?
1: Hannibal, come on.
0: Dr. Lecter. Stop. Yep. <laughs> sure. Turned off the podcast. This one is kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. I promise. Come back. Okay. okay. Clarice Starling
1: was Jodie Foster. She's known for uh, movies like Contact, Nell, Taze in the Wind, uh, Panic Room, Taxi Driver, and a movie called Carnage. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. They made a movie
1: after me. Oh, yeah.
0: Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Dr. Lecter was Anthony Hopkins.
1: Uh, known for Amistad, Remains of the Day, back in the day, and most recently, uh, he was in The Two Popes and Thor Ragnar- Ragnarok? Ragnarok?
0: Yes, Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. All right. Oh, shit, I'm on the wrong page. Hold what on, did you one? do? No! <laughs> Leave me alone. You, okay. You had ten <laughs> jobs to do. Come on! <laughs> Buffalo Bill was Ted Levine.
1: Um, We love him in Monk, personally. And um, (laughs) Shutter Island, Wild Wild West, and Jurassic World.
0: Woo! Catherine Martin was someone. Brooke Smith. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Yeah,
1: she was in Weeds, Bombshell to the Bone, and Blood Clots.
0: I didn't have her on my list.
1: I told her. I listed her.
0: No, I know I had it oh, on okay. the list you gave me, but not the list I was looking at. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, Jack Crawford
1: was Scott Glenn. I love Scott Glenn. He's awesome in The Hunt for Red October. Have you ever seen The Hunt for Red October?
0: I have in fact seen The Hunt for Red October, yes.
1: I was going to say I'm going to make you. He was also in The Born Legacy and A Born Ultimatum, The Shipping News, and he was actually most recently in Donald He was in W as Donald Rumsfeld.
0: I don't understand. Okay, Scott Glenn creeps me out. And I don't what? know why. I don't know why, but he does. He creeps me out.
1: I don't know why either. He's an amazing actor.
0: I don't know. The whole time, I just kept expecting him to get inappropriate with Clarice. Oh, well, and I know he doesn't. Like this
1: in this movie. That's what they were angling for with him. That he was going to get inappropriate with him with her oh, okay yeah
0: like no. that came across hardcore and i trying was to trying remember like, if it so was freaking.
1: an outtake or something i an analysis i read l- later that they had put in where he put the moves on her and she rebuffed him i don't know if it was an outtake or they had um they had scripted it and took it out but yeah it was part of
0: it that's why you remember-
1: get
0: the vibe he's never inappropriate in The tv show and i'm trying to remember if he is in the book i never read the book so i can't tell you it's been a long time since i read the book
1: because i need to read the book apparently brother of carnage has the book and i need to read it so
0: you do need to read it it's very good it's
1: amazing so of course written by thomas harris so
0: And Red Dragon. Mm -hmm. Um, Red Dragon is like my favorite in the whole series. It's not my favorite movie, but it's my favorite book of the series. But not
1: your favorite movie? Right. Not my favorite
0: movie of the series. But my favorite book of the series.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
0: But then again, I don't know what my favorite movie of the series is.
1: I've only seen this one and shit, the next one. Which one's the next one? Julianne Moore. Is that Hannibal? I think it's Hannibal I've seen.
0: Okay, so it goes. Manhunter or Red Dragon? Well, Manhunter was made first. Manhunter, Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal, and Red Dragon was made, but it's same thing as Manhunter and then Hannibal Rising so yeah Hannibal was the next one in 2001
1: okay I must, yeah it was that one then
0: yeah mm. so alright
1: cool well, I'll have to watch it and see him. I'm behind there's a lot of things I have to read and it's in my list it's in my books so a list of things I want to read so for sure for sure
0: Yeah, the books um, are better. I'll just say that. books are always better. Show me a movie that is ever better than the book,
1: and I'll show you something you'll want (laughs) to (laughs) see. I'm Uh sorry. I never have found a movie that's ever been better than the books. If you have an imagination, the books are always going to be better, I find. If you don't have an imagination, eh, you're kind of screwed. And you're probably not listening to this podcast anyway, if you don't have an imagination. Yeah,
0: probably so, not. So, yeah. So, um, continuing on. Yes. Dr. Frederick Shelton was played by Anthony Heald. Uh, Red Dragon,
1: Proof of Life, 8mm, and A Time to Kill.
0: Yes. Um, Ardelia Map was played by Casey Lemon.
1: She was in Hard Target, Vampire's Kiss, and we all know her from Candyman. Candyman. Which I think was actually this year too. So it's a double Cassie Lemons year for her.
0: Oh, is she a Cassie Lemon? Sorry, Cassie.
1: What did I say? What'd you say? Casey. Oh, I thought it was Cassie. I don't know.
0: I don't know. Cassie I have no Casey
1: idea. IMS, let us know how it is pronounced.
0: Yeah. Slide or, into our DMs. We love
1: you, though. We love you as we part do. of Candy Candyman, and we love you here too. Yes, we needed a bigger role, though. Just saying.
0: We've got an honorable mention for Barney Matthews, played by Frankie Faison. I love
1: Frankie Faison. Me
0: too.
1: I love him in Coming to America. That's my favorite movie of his. Mm-hmm. That's why I had to mention him because he doesn't have a huge, huge role here, but I love him. So, hello, Me mentioning too. him. So. Um Excellent. do you Approved. want a short little summary? Sure. So I went into this movie thinking it was all about lambs and sheep and I was really excited, but I was kind of curious how they were gonna silence them. And then oh, they went so awry. <laughs> Just kidding. i I fucking love this this movie forever. Um let me think here. So uh Buffalo Bill, a serial killer, is on the, the run. Well, not on the run. He's on the hunt, he's killing people, things are happening. Um, they put an intern at the FBI, a cadet, in, you know, in front of a, another serial killer, and things go awry. I don't know. I mean, That's all I got. That's all I got. It's too complex okay. for this shit. It's too complex for a five-second summary. There's too much going on. It's too good. Only the crappy movies get a five-second summary.
0: I've got one. I've got one. I've got one. All right, go, go, go. Ready? Yes. Good evening, Clarice. Oh. Dr. Lecter. And then things go awry. My God.
1: They're going to go awry pretty soon. As soon as I can see you again, they're going to go very (laughs) awry. Why? I don't know.
0: You're so mean. Yeah, Yeah, I am. I'm looking for my trivia and I can't find it. Oh, I have plenty. Should
1: we get into it? shall we all
0: right sure yes okay let's do it okay so we actually start not on a farm as you might expect (laughs) but uh the fbi academy at quantico virginia fbi cadet clarice starling is training but she's not a trainee
1: she's a student dude she's academy i know
0: But she makes a point to say she's not a trainee. So I'm just saying she's not a trainee.
1: Okay. All right. right.
0: Anyway, Jack Crawford pulls her uh, to go uh, interview a former psychiatrist trying to get some information about him. Do a case study on... uh, a guy who the FBI is looking for right now. Oh, but by the way, he's in an asylum because he's like an evil cannibal. His name Yay. is Hannibal. Hannibal, the Hannibal, Hannibal the cannibal. I
1: love it.
0: So Yes.
1: It's my role model. I mean, no. Just, <laughs>
0: just kidding. Hannibal Lecter is right up there with Michael Myers for me in the favorite fictional killers list a thousand percent i'm just gonna say that right now before we move forward okay the serial killer that we're actually focused on in this movie is buffalo bill go ahead (laughs) i was just gonna say who kills young women and skins them oh Oh,
1: he's making himself a woman's suit.
0: Let's just jump do well, it. I wasn't going to, I was going to wait before I revealed that, but I guess it's out there now. It's out so there. That, that cat is out of the bag. That's what he's, that's what he's doing. I will say,
1: I'm going to say this real fast about Buffalo Bill. He likes to get his girls up uh, around 18, 20, size 18, 20. And he got. 14. Was it 14? I thought it was 18-20.
0: 14.
1: Was it 14? Okay. Mm-hmm. He likes his girl size 14, a little bit on the plus size. And he is better than any sales clerk I've ever known because he picked out Catherine Martin. He's like, you're a size 14, right? Yup. Sure. Shit. She was. He should be working like at Saks Fifth Avenue. He's got an eye <laughs> for that shit. I'm just saying. And he sews. I mean, the man does no fashion. His talents are wasted completely.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's all I wanted to say well, about
0: that. Because he's an insane murderer. Yes. Yeah,
1: they can have those at SACS. I mean, come on. I'm sure at least one of them already is.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Insane murderers can be anything. They can be podcast hosts. They can be salespeople. They, you know, they can be lots of things.
0: Podcast hosts. I'm just eh? saying they can be. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Sorry, continue with your wonderful summary, please.
0: Clarice goes to Baltimore State Hospital for the criminally insane, where she meets Dr. Frederick Chilton, who everyone wants to kill because he sucks. He's the chat award, and we hate him, and he definitely gets the chat award, and we're not sorry at all when he later dies. Spoiler alert!
1: It doesn't die in this movie, though.
0: He does no,
1: it's alluded to that Hannibal's gonna eat him, but yeah. the last time we see him, we see him alive. He's like, I've got to have a friend for dinner, yeah. But we don't know that you guys
0: it's for sure. alluded to, yes. Do you because like he's I- gonna have a friend for dinner? If the joke doesn't work if he doesn't mean it,
1: well, I know he means it. I mean, come on, just saying. But the Chad Award is for the biggest douchebag, or yeah. it could be many douchebags. We've had films that have like five du- Chad Awards, but it's yeah. generally a huge douchebag award. Harkens mm-hmm. back to our very first episode.
0: Yes. Yes, the Chad. Uh, Dr. and Dale vs. Evil, named after Chad. Chad. Yes. Who is a douche canoe?
1: Mm-hmm. So Dr. Chilton, come please collect your Chad Award.
0: Yes. So he takes her to see Dr. Lecter, who um, he is courteous, pleasant, mm-hmm. you know. professional, uh, professional. Yeah, but he he gets impatient with her uh, because she's really not very good at. Like she's trying to you know figure him out, and it's really obvious to him that she's doing that, and it's insulting to him. He's just so much so by like,
1: her, I mean, let's be honest,
0: like yeah, well, yeah, he is, and it's just crude to him, and he's just not amused um but uh, so when she goes to leave, another patient. Is gross at her. Oh, just
1: say it. He flicks his semen on her because he was masturbating her. First, he tells her. Miggs tells him, "I could smell your cunt when he first gets there." He's an asshole already. He gets another douchebag ward. and then yeah, he flicks his semen at her. Gets it in her hair. Yeah,
0: he's had times a hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, so that makes Lecter pissed off, and so he decides to throw Clary Simone. And tells her to seek out an old patient of his, which uh, eventually leads her to a storage shed where she discovers a severed man's head with a death's head moth lodged in its throat.
1: Mm-hmm. Yum.
0: And she goes back to Lecter and he tells her it's related to Buffalo Bill. Doesn't it say
1: he's a this former lover? Uh, Benjamin Raspel was uh, Buffalo Bill's former lover.
0: I think Yes, he I believe that. so. Yeah. So he offers to profile Buffalo Bill, but only on the condition that he gets out of this place and to a better place because he wants to get the fuck away from Dr. Chilton. And he also wants like a view. But he really wants to get away from Dr. Chilton. Well,
1: and Plus, he wants to psychologically probe Clarice, too, because he tells you the whole quid pro quo that everyone quotes that. Quid pro
0: quo, guys. Oh, my God. Oh, my quid God. Quid pro quo.
1: Every day, guys. Every day for the last two weeks.
0: <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, I have no. not done that to you. Only because you
1: haven't seen me. That's the only reason.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you would have done it if you'd seen me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I didn't, so don't accuse me of doing what I didn't do. I know what you were
1: thinking. (laughs) 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 Oh my god. Anywho.
0: Yeah, so. (laughs) Buffalo Bill attacks his next victim. And it turns out to be Catherine Martin, who happens to be a senator's daughter yes so uh there's a lot of uh pressure from the government to get uh you know moving on this case so crawford tells uh clarice to go ahead and give give hannibal a fake deal basically you know promise him a prison transfer promise him whatever he wants as long as he provides information that helps them rescue Catherine before three days when he usually kills his victims after three days. So uh, Lecter, he's like, well, he demands another quid pro quo from Clary's. Um, he he's offering clues about Buffalo Bill in exchange for personal information about herself, like about how her father was murdered when she was ten years old. She he was a cop,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he was he was murdered by a criminal, I think.
1: Yeah, not a miner, a coal miner like Hannibal. Uh, just assumes he assumes that Clarice is this white trash West Virginian daddy in the coal mine thing. And it's just, he gets her to open up
0: where my dad's family's from.
1: It didn't say anything about it. I'm just saying that's what he says about it to her. And he actually, there's actually a a point of trivia in that. I'm trying to remember it. I don't know if you do or not. Something about um, he, Anthony Hopkins ad libbed that uh, making fun of her accent on screen. So Jodie Foster's actual uh, her reaction is uh, legitimate. Her, um, Her anger, (laughs) Um, it was genuine. She felt attacked by it. Yeah. Um, Her first meet between Mechter and Stalling, her mocking of the southern accent was improvised on the spot. So she felt personally attacked by that, which,
0: do you want to say something about
1: that, actually, on that?
0: Oh, my God. If I was him, I would have made fun of that accent, too. Are
1: you sure? Isn't there a whale in your yard? Is there a whale in your yard?
0: That's not how you say it, you say it. So, I was never in Georgia when my parents moved to Georgia. they met the neighbors for the first time, like as we're moving in and uh trying to make conversation about you know the new house acquisition and everything. The neighbors asked my parents, Is there a whale in your yard and now we were confused because we are not near the ocean so why would there be a whale in our yard well it turns out they were saying well because the thing with georgia is now and then i grew up down there so my my theory to the georgian accent is you insert if it's only a one syllable word you insert extra syllables into it but if it is a multisyllable word, then you condense it down into one syllable. <laughs> and that's basically the Georgian accent in a nutshell. Now, as for West Virginia, I don't, I will admit, I haven't spent the most time in West Virginia, even though, yes, that is where my dad's family is from, the coal mines of West Virginia. That's probably why my dad grew up eating squirrel. What about Ew.
1: it? They're high in cholesterol, Clark
0: and rabbit
1: that's good eating (laughs) eating.
0: um but anyway um yeah no i I hated her accent in this movie so freaking bad it just grated on every every nerve that i had it just oh but it's her legitimate real
1: accent though that's where she's from
0: is she really
1: no she's from LA
0: <laughs> I didn't think so I'm like there's no way that is anyone's real accent there's no way that a human actual being in the south <laughs> talks like that impossible it's terrible it drives me nuts <laughs> it's it's awful oh my gosh and I just like yes he should make fun of it because oh my god <laughs> Awful. You feel and now? I mean, yes, I feel I feel better now. <laughs> I feel I feel some catharsis. I feel like I have purged. And, you know, now I can continue. Are
1: your lambs silenced?
0: My lambs are now <laughs> silenced. Thank you. Yes. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> where were we? Where did I interrupt you at? Oh, yes. She's talking about I... her policeman father. That's where you're at.
0: Oh yeah. Um he was murdered on the job. And uh not a coal miner turns out. <laughs> <laughs> um so this Chilton has secretly recorded this conversation and he goes to Hannibal and says, "Hey, Clarice is playing you for a fool." Um and then uh Chilton offers Lecter his own deal, to which Lecter agrees because it's an actual deal at least, where he gets to go to Memphis. He's flown to Memphis to talk to Senator Ruth Martin, who he basically just tells off and then tells her that she's got a nice suit on.
1: He gives hints though. It's all part of Hannibal's game, like the the Miss Moffat, you know, and the mm-hmm. Lewis friend—it's always—it's—it's it's a game—and the nice suit. I mean, he knew what Buffalo Bill was doing. It's—it's it's all game,
0: right? Nice suit, exactly. Mm-hmm. It was—it was very like black humor there, which I love Hannibal for. <laughs> He's always got the best dark humor. <laughs> Oh yeah, so Clarice figures out pretty quick that Lewis' friend is an anagram of iron sulfide, which is fool's gold. <laughs> She's not that dumb. I you know she did get into Quantico at least.
1: Well, I give her props actually because I think I hate anagrams personally, and I think Hannibal saw her as a contemporary. No one else was getting his little jokes or uh, anagrams or shit like that. I mean, right. he really saw her as a um, a worthy adversary. Or even an worthy ally, even, maybe.
0: I would agree. I think he realizes pretty quickly that she's actually uh, smarter than he gives her initial credit for. And he realizes that she is uh, worthy of someone to share his intellect with. And, I mean, that contributes to his overall attraction for her. Because let's not forget that's happening. I forgot
1: about that. I did forget about that. I blocked it out.
0: Everyone wants Clarice. Why? I don't know, really. Now, that Buffalo Bill, he's
1: hot. Just saying.
0: Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> kidding.
0: <laughs> I guess she is like the hottest person in the story.
1: Yeah. Low bar. Low bar. Still.
0: I mean, <laughs> she still is.
1: All right. Well, Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Senator Martin's pissed, though, when he doesn't give. Oh, yeah. She's pissed. She sends him she says deals off, sends him, you know, go. you're taking, you know, going back, which we pretty much assumed would happen even if he gave the answer. There was going to be no deal. It was always for Chilton. Oh, yeah. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Right. Exactly. (sighs) So I love this part. This fucking part's amazing. He's in a Tennessee courthouse, right? And Clarice goes back to talk to him. Um, He tells her all the information she needs is in the case file. He insists that he won't give her the real name and insists that they continue their quid pro quo, where she finally recounts the traumatic childhood incident where she was awakened by the sound of spring lambs being slaughtered while she was living on her relative's farm in Montana. Yes. Yes. She admits that she still sometimes wakes thinking she can hear the lambs screaming. She ran off, tried to run off and save them, but she couldn't save them, which I know would probably traumatize and haunt me as well. My mom still won't eat lamb to this day.
1: She she grew up on a farm and she still won't eat lamb to this day.
0: Oh, that's sad.
1: It's horrifying, apparently, the screams when they're butchering them. It really is.
0: I... I'm not surprised. Don't want to think about it. Oh, Sounds well, I can tell terrible. you in detail.
1: And then I can I can actually imitate it for you if you like.
0: Oh, thanks. No, that's great. Um, <laughs> no, this is great because then Lecter gives her back the case files. Um, Chilton and the police drag her out of the building pretty much. And then later that evening... Lecter puts his plan into action, which he's had this for a while. He has because way back, I should have said way back uh, when Chilton offers him the deal. Chilton loses his pen. Dumbass. And, and yeah, fucking dumbass. He's the I one mean, that
1: warns her not to give him a pen or a paperclip or anything.
0: Right. And and he. Fucking loses his pen around. He leaves a pen around Hannibal Lecter. I mean, I don't care if the man is strapped to a fucking dolly. You don't leave things around (laughs) him because he will find a way. I don't know if he's like got like the Gene Simmons tongue on Family Guy or how exactly he does it, but the man can get a hold of anything if you leave it near him. (laughs) So he's had like a piece of this pen. This entire time since he went, since he was first like, like sent to, uh, Memphis. And so now when, uh, they, he insists on having a second dinner brought to him, lamb chops, in fact, extra rare. And, uh, the police bring him, the guards bring him the lamb chops and they go to, um, Like, as a safety measure, they lock his hands behind his back, like, through the cell uh, wall so that he can't, you know, get to them or anything. But he's got this little piece of the pen, so he manages to get the handcuffs off and get them on one of the guards and kill the other guard. And he kills his guards. It's it's wonderful, it's and so he does so. He does so just with this very calm look on his face. Like it's a horrifying look, but it's not like an excited look. It's just a, it's a very it's calm cathartic
1: look. for him. It's completely cathartic yes. for him to kill and eat the nose off that guard. yeah I mean.
0: he feels I... he feels so relaxed and at ease when he's killing. It feels. It's, it's, it's like meditation for him.
1: And what he does to that one guard. Oh,
0: oh, <laughs> cuts his
1: face off. No, mean? not that one where he basically flays open the other ones and spreads the <sighs> eagle.
0: Like oh. Making him look
1: like an angel from the the fucking
0: with the bars. bunting, yeah, yes, yes. With bar, hanging him from the bars, oh. yeah,
1: yeah. The facing doesn't bother me at all. I mean, I don't know oh, why, yeah. but the other part does. I mean,
0: no, that was so cool when the uh, the scene where the guards rush in to find the one guard is hanging from the cage with the bunting, making him look like an angel, and he's all yeah flayed out and everything i mean that is an awesome scene and then how hannibal gets away is um he slops clothes with the guard and cuts the guard's face off and puts <laughs> the guard's face on top of his Dubs so the they cart oh go ahead Go Sorry. no go ahead i was
1: gonna say it dumps the guard's body down the fucking elevator shaft
0: yeah onto the top of the elevator and then he just gets wheeled out to the ambulance and taken away to the hospital where he kills everyone in the ambulance and they realize they think that it's him on top of the um elevator but it's actually the guard's dead body so by the time they realize that he's you know long gone
1: Yes, with lots of sharp scalpels and everything else to his use that he probably wants.
0: Yes. So. <laughs> Meanwhile, Clarice is looking over the case files again, and she realizes that Hannibal has made annotations to them. And when she's looking over these annotations, she realizes that Buffalo Bill knew his first victim personally. This is when she figures out She travels to the victim's hometown and discovers that he was a tailor. Wait, in Ohio. Hello. Holla, holla, Ohio. Better
1: recognize.
0: (laughs) Better recognize Ohio. (laughs) I just watched another uh, horror movie last night that took place in Columbus. Holla, holla. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. And and can I just say that when she goes to the victim's hometown in wherever Belvedere. Ohio, Belvedere, Ohio, Belvedere, Ohio. Mm-hmm. It is a depressing looking town and I think that really is suits Ohio for sure. Hey, like, not all of it's respect. depressing looking. Hey, that's our hometown. Another our hometown, yeah. our home state. You can't I didn't grow up here. You but, grew yeah. somewhat up
1: here. Not all the way, but your parents were kind of gypsies, so you kind of grew up everywhere.
0: Formative years in the south. My formative years would actually not count that far. All right, fine. So fine, you
1: were grew up in the south, so I can call you a hick then, right? So yes, it is depressing. I thought it looked more like West Virginia than Ohio. Maybe southern Ohio. It looked like. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it's an. I thought it looked like like. old farmhouse old farmhouse with a trailer out back and some hen houses and it's looking rough it's looking rough but clarice finds the secret because girls have secret stashes that they keep hidden from their fathers and she finds it behind that jewelry box the partially nude photos that obviously yeah. somebody took of her. Which, can I just comment on that part? She leaves them out in the open for the dad to find later.
0: I know! what like, the, what the fuck, fuck, Clarice!
1: Sorry, baby.
0: I was like, oh, put those back. He doesn't need to find those. Yeah, thank you. Come on now. Like, jeez.
1: And consider it. Come on. I mean, I get that you're really? looking for a serial killer and you had a big break. Have some, you know, Common courtesy. Put things back where you found them. Okay?
0: Common courtesy. Okay. Or, Hannibal has common courtesy.
1: Or take them with you. One of the two. Don't even for the dad to find. God.
0: Yeah. So can we talk about Bill real fast at his house? Sure. Let's talk about Bill in his house. He's got Catherine
1: down in that well. Yes, it's pretty fucking cool actually, and um, I try to say the set design on that's cool. She actually was in a fucking well, like she was in a tunnel like that, and they had a door, like um, in the bottom of it that she would crawl in and out.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh,
1: I just thought that was pretty cool set design, but that basement is fucking spooky. Like I don't remember remember how we were talking about um. What was it, Hotel Hell or um Hell House LLC? And like, oh that's yeah. the scariest basement ever. Bitches, have you yeah. never been in Buffalo Bill's basement? That's the scariest <laughs> basement ever. I mean, come on, with all those moss hanging around and
0: see I didn't suits. think the basement was scary. I mean, except for the skin. Okay. That part would be scary. The girl in the well. Well, okay, if there was a girl in a well, yeah, that would be scary. The
1: skin suits.
0: But I wouldn't put a a, girl in the well. I wouldn't put the skin suits there, so they wouldn't be there either. No, that's
1: already in this basement. It's it's a part of the environment of this basement. The guy who's tucking it under and dancing to Goodbye Horses, which I can never listen to again.
0: You could have, like, the most finished basement in the world if there's a girl in a well down there. It's going to be a creepy basement. Is it a well or a whale? well it depends on who you ask (laughs) um i
1: can't watch i can't listen to goodbye horses ever again thanks to buffalo bill and jason muse no Mm -mm. never again
0: i mean but when was this ruined for you because this song was ruined for me a long time ago when i first saw this movie oh yeah a long time ago
1: 1991 when it first came out, yeah,
0: exactly. Like, so that's
1: why it's been so long. And then Jason Mewes just made it worse. I think what was that? Clerks? He was in when he did yeah. that. Oh, <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm pretty>
1: sure. <laughs> But Sure. Um, but yeah, Kevin's pretty smart though. Like he actually gave her some food, and she got precious. The dog, his cute little doggy. How mm-hmm. does Buffalo Bill have such a cute little dog? It's so adorable.
0: Anybody can be an animal lover, I guess. I
1: guess so. I mean, I am, after all. I am, too. But Catherine actually gets the dog to jump down the well for the bone.
0: Pretty smart. Yeah, she's smart. Mm -hmm. And
1: she threatens Buffalo Bill that she will break its neck if he doesn't let her out. Well, we don't get to that point, because then then Clary starts her ringing.
0: She starts her ringing? Because she's...
1: At the that's right when she starts ringing the bell because she's figured out that uh, she needs to find that Jamie Gum that used to work with uh with uh, with the word Federica Frederica? they uh, they yeah. used to work at this um this old lady's house which Buffalo Bill Jamie Gum now lives in and um, yeah she starts ringing the bell that's when shit goes really bad well for Buffalo Bill. I don't even know when Clarice figures it out. I think when he gives his name he says he's Jim Gordon. Another J G-, yeah, G name. Jack
0: Gordon, Jack Gordon. He says. And she does realize it's actually James Gum, but um oh because she finds a death's head moth.
1: Yes, that's right. And yes. And he realizes that she realizes.
0: Yeah, so she pursues him into his huge multi-room basement um where she finds Catherine um and then he turns off the basement lights on her because he's got night vision goggles uh and he there are a couple of times when he gets really close to getting her and it's very tense I will say this is a very tense iconic scene um, where he cocks his revolver and gives his position away and she reacts just in time to like re- wheel around and shoot him before he can shoot her. Well, and it almost feels like he's playing with her for a bit because he
1: actually reaches for her hair at one point. He's like, yeah. he's kind of like, haha, I can see you, but you can't see me, bitch. You know, because mm-hmm. like, he yeah, He's her for being a while. really
0: cocky and like, yeah, not very smart.
1: But those instincts, as soon as they hear that hammer click,
0: Yep. Bam. She's got those FBI cop instincts. You hear that and you fire, so then we uh fast forward to her FBI Academy graduation where she gets her uh badge and her picture taken.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh she gets a call from Hannibal. Who knows she's there for some reason. He himself is at an airport in Bimini. Um, he says, you know, basically like, I'll leave you alone if you leave me alone. And she says no. And he, uh, he's like, okay, whatever. I'm going to go eat somebody <laughs> for dinner. <laughs> oh, come on.
1: You got to do it in your voice. Come on.
0: I'm having an old friend for dinner. And there's
1: Dr. Chilton coming off his private plane talking about you have great security at the compound, right? Oh, yes, sir, Dr. Chilton. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> um, How much do we love this movie? I'd say a lot.
0: So, so much. and f- So, so much.
1: Fuck me, there's so much trivia
0: um yeah
1: a minor about like guy I, I like um um some of them from the behind the scenes like uh the Brooke Smith like I like I always every time I see this movie I'm like I mean no this bitch from something and I love her because she's like don't you leave me down here you bitch I just and she takes precious with her and she takes care of precious I mean I just love Catherine
0: um, yeah I know
1: she actually gained 25 pounds for her role Um, Because every time you see her now, she's, like, super, like, thin. And it's, like, I know she looks different. And then I remember, oh, that's right. She's from Weeds. Um, She's Valerie from Weeds. But um, she and Buffalo Bill, Ted Levine, were so close on set that Jodie Foster would call her Patricia Hearst.
0: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) my (laughs) gosh. That's funny. Um,
1: Yeah, so I thought that was pretty funny. And then the other thing I have is that the moths, they used – tobacco, I'm trying to think of tobacco wood moss, I want to call them, and they actually flew in first class, they had, you know, special uh, uh, quarters where there was climate and humidity controlled and uh, dressed in uh, designed costumes, I mean, they got, like, better treatment than most of the people in this movie.
0: Well, yeah, if you don't keep them under very certain conditions, you'll kill them, I mean.
1: Same with people. I mean, <laughs> nope, that's right. <laughs> Just kidding.
0: Have- Moths are harder to keep than people.
1: <laughs> this is one of Jodie Foster's favorite movies of her own, which I don't blame her because this is top three of them. This is probably my favorite of her that she's in for sure.
0: Yeah, me too. Um, not really the hugest Jodie Foster fan, so yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: not horribly, but I do like. I think she's a good actress. So,
0: what else of hers do you like? I like Contact. Oh yeah, I was just gonna watch that the other day. A
1: Taxi Driver is pretty good,
0: and uh-huh, yeah. I do
1: like. I I'm gonna get a lot of hate for it, but I like Panic Room. I like Panic Room. Hate Kristen Stewart, uh... but I like Panic Room. She kicks a mighty fine ass in Panic Room.
0: Like Panic Room. Ha- uh, I mean, hate uh, Panic Room like Christian Stewart. Oh, well, yeah. Just saying.
1: And she's, um... I don't know, I just like Jodie Foster. In general, so. um,
0: Yeah. I like her gay silence meme. I
1: haven't seen that one. What is that? <laughs>
0: stares in gay silence and it's just jodie foster staring okay when she's like when she's like 12 because it's like her from an interview when there. this guy's asking her like is there a boy you like and she just gets this funny smile on her face because she's not into boys
1: oh it's probably from taxi driver when she was in that because she was super young when she was in that so
0: yeah probably Mm -hmm. so there's just like this meme that is just like her oh, so in that, that interview.
1: That's funny. Oh my god! Know
0: your meme.
1: Know your meme. I will I to post it actually. So
0: yeah, you should. You know what?
1: You forgot to say one of um, Mr. Doctor Lecter. Doctor Lecters. Doctor Lecter Lecter's most quoted. One of his most quoted lines. You said one of them. Do you remember the yeah. other one? Uh, no. The census taker,
0: oh, I ate his liver with a fine chianti.
1: No, some fava beans and a nice chianti. Ah,
0: with some fava beans and a nice chianti. There, okay, well, let me do it again. <laughs> I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice chianti. There you go.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, this is actually, and they actually worked with like a lot of people do, they work a lot with the, the FBI and um the behavioral science unit which is of course we know i'm a huge criminal tense fan which is the behavioral science unit they actually were criminal minds thank you criminal minds i don't know what i was saying criminal 10 uh yes thank you criminal minds and that um is the behavioral science unit as well so they actually did work quite closely with them and also with um uh, recruiters for the fbi too to see what cadets actually went through um to kind of get like a more real feeling for this movie so yeah very, they ran
0: a lot. They
1: and obstacle course and they training. They the little behind the scenes trainings that they did too, like with the um guns and everything and the wrestling where she's wrestling somebody on a mat and taking him down. Yes. Uh-huh. You don't care. Do you have any um? Ew. Oh my god. I didn't know Martha Stewart and Anthony Hopkins dated.
0: Yes, they did. Oh, but she God. said it it was too weird because she kept he was a perfect gentleman, but he he just reminded her too much of Hannibal Lecter. I could totally fucking see
1: that. Cuz that's all I see when I see him too. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I think if anything that increases his sex appeal, but that's just me. Because you know how I love the serial killers. I mean, I follow you around. It's true. That's true. You know, not not in that way, but just to get your victims. But my victims, I, yeah. I like serial killers. I mean, I don't, I don't find that a turn off or anything.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I love Clarice because I think she is totally underestimated by Hannibal and mm-hmm. by Crawford. Like, I, I think he thought I'm just going to get a fa a pretty oh, face in front of Hannibal Lecter. And maybe he'll spill his guts. First of all, you're totally underestimating Hannibal Lecter. He's not that shallow. And second of all, he totally underestimated Clarice because she is the reason they fucking got Buffalo Bill between the two of them. They would have made a master detective duo.
0: Oh, yeah, they would have.
1: Oh, love it. Do you find your trivia?
0: I did. Okay,
1: great. I'm ready.
0: So the director, Jonathan Dem, originally wanted Michelle Pfeiffer for the role of Clarice. Really? Yes. Mm, I can see it. He had just directed her in Married to the Mob, but uh some this other guy, let's see, Ted the screenwriter Ted Talley. He only had eyes for Jerry Foss, Jody Foster. Um he thought that Michelle Pfeiffer was slightly too old and way too beautiful. <laughs> That's
1: true she is very beautiful.
0: Yeah. Of course Jody campaigned for the role, so then it was like a no-brainer. Um Sean Connery was uh the first to get the script, but he thought it was disgusting and said so <laughs> there's no way he would play it.
1: James so. Bond wouldn't pay play a cannibal. I'm just gonna say that.
0: Right. <laughs> right. I know. Oh yeah, and I thought it was cool. Um, it actually didn't win any Oscars in the year it came out. It actually won uh all its Oscars thirteen months after it came out, the next Oscar season which i thought was interesting
1: it probably wasn't released in time for the uh the...
0: no it was oh it was it was yes, that's it was. weird mm-hmm. but um it's not weird because dances of wolves came out like at the same time oh, and dances of wolves won, won every year yeah yes but then it was unusual that the next year they would consider a, a movie from the year before.
1: That's what I was saying. That's mm, yeah, interesting.
0: Yeah,
1: interesting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Did you? Did, can I ask you a question?
0: Yeah.
1: Did you know George A. Romero was in this movie?
0: I did not.
1: Yeah, he was actually. Um, he was. It was an uncredited cameo. Um, he was accompanying Dr. Chilton. When um mm. they forcibly removed Clarice after her final meeting
0: with uh, Hannibal Lecter. Oh. Um,
1: did you know Chris Isaac was also in an uncredited cameo of this movie, too? I did not. And Ted Talley, the screenwriter, was as well.
0: Oh. Chris
1: Isaac was the SWAT commander, which I love Chris Isaac. And uh, Ted Talley was the FBI tactical team member with the mustache and glasses during the raid.
0: Uh-huh. All right. The dance Buffalo Bill's dance was not in the screen print in the screenplay. He made that up himself, but he insisted uh, because he insisted that they have they use the scene um, because it explained his character better. But he said that he needed a couple shots of tequila in order to perform the dance. (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
1: I still, to this day, every time I see Ted Levine, I see Buffalo Bill. And I see him doing mm-hmm, that dance. I know. <laughs> Even when he's in Monk.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god. I know, and I love him. He's a great actor. It's not like, it's, but it's just, yeah. yeah. There's
1: always, I mean, sometimes there's just a character that just it, it just melds in your mind. Like, you can't get that image out of that person, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Should we rate? Okay. Is your Pick you rates.
0: Okay. So. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry about that. Wow. It's only 630.
1: I know you sound like me tonight. Jeez. You're like ready to, go to bed already. It's like seven o'clock. It's past our bedtime. Hello.
0: <laughs> I feel so weird. Okay. Uh, no, I just woke up because it's the evening, you know. Um, anyway, I'm going to give it a nine. Yes. I mean, what, what, what do you say? It's, it's a classic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It deserved the Oscars it won. It's a really good movie. Okay. And I'm excited that it was streaming and that's why we, that's why I picked it.
1: I was so excited too. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a ten point two three zero.
0: You can't go above ten. Nine point (laughs) nine
1: nine nine eight, because that's how much I love this movie. It almost gets a perfect ten. It would get more than a perfect ten if chaos let me, but because things have to be even. I'm going to go
0: 9.99 fine fine you know what if you want to have your 10 point whatever you can have it because I, it doesn't matter if it's that or if it's nine point something it's still same. point something so who cares so go ahead and have it
1: <laughs> I, I'm i yeah, not no. bitter no I, not at all um no I honestly though for 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 real I love this movie it's right up there with um it's one of my favorites. I mean, it's a fantastic movie. It's fantastic. I, I have no complaints about it, really. I mean, even today, um, you know, kind of a, you know, one of those, you know, a test for a movie is does it still hold up today? It's still, It's still scary as shit today to me. Um, just right. the idea behind it. Um, this And, and the, the, the little parts and pieces of it, the lighting, the uh, cinematography, the design, the costuming. I mean, I don't find fault with this movie at all. I can't find fault. No. I mean, maybe Jodie Foster's accent, but
0: I've ah! heard
1: I've heard worse. Go watch Blow Dry.
0: No, I won't. Blow I won't. I won't do it.
1: And then you'll no. really appreciate Jodie Foster's accent. So I'm just saying that's why I you know I really can't find fault with this movie. So it 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 is best of the best for me. So that's my score. Okay. Do you want some fan fiction? Because we actually were back to yes. fan fiction. We've gotten mainstream enough for fan fiction.
0: Oh my God. I'm so excited.
1: Okay. So we got the basic ones. Like, hello. Yeah, they're going to cross it with Hannibal. But you also get Harry Potter. Buffy the oh. Vampire Slayer.
0: X-Files.
1: Mm. My Little Pony. Oh, my God. Yay. Um, yes. <laughs> House MD. Avatar. Oh. Batman Begins, Sweeney uh, Todd, Handmaid's yeah. Tale, Free Willy, and Inglorious mm-hmm. Bastards, among many others.
0: Huh.
1: Oh, Adam's Family. I should have ended on that one. And Adam's oh, Family.
0: Oh, Adam's Family.
1: Yes. Should we read the Adam's Family one? Just let's read the summary for that one. Oh, yes. it's mature. God damn it.
0: In silence of
1: the lambs, they make a vague reference to him receiving mail from various correspondents. What if one of them happened to be Wednesday?
0: Oh my gosh
1: <laughs> I missed fan fiction. This is great.
0: I mean she would
1: she would pugsley too,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure have did you see um Oh, was it? What was it? It was like Adult Wednesday Adams. It's like YouTube oh. videos. It's like Adult no, Wednesday Adams or something out. like that. Oh They're my god! So I'll funny. check that out for
1: sure. Though, uh, ready to pimp it out?
0: Yeah, sure. Um, we are part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. MorbidlyBeautiful.com dot com is your place for all things horror. Uh, reviews interviews news and fiction and artwork Um, we are hosted by anchor.fm we are on social media Instagram Facebook and Twitter at podcast at night we are on everywhere that you can find uh, podcasts. We would really appreciate a review if you go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review, then screenshot it and send it to us at podcastsatnight at at gmail.com. We will send you a free vinyl sticker for your trouble. It's really that simple. If you're interested, we have a Merchandise store. Uh, we have a threadless store. The link will be in the show notes. We have stickers, bags, t shirts, all kinds of things. Check out our designs. And that's it from me. So I'm going to say goodbye from chaos and stay bloodthirsty, friends.
1: And good night from carnage. And as always, we are filmed in front of a live studio audience of balloon chasing cats. Oh, my.
0: Meow.